Mountaineer Nation, let's ride. Welcome back to the Dub V 411. We are your hosts, Lauren Taylor and Maddie Harris. And this week, we're going to sit down and give you guys the 411 of everything happening right here in Morgantown. Starting off, as always, with some breaking news. Some big stuff happened this weekend. Yeah, a lot went on this weekend for sure. One of them being there was a shooting on High Street this weekend, which has been going around campus a lot. I feel like a lot of students have heard about this. Right. So around 3 a.m. this weekend, a Morgantown police officer witnessed a shooting on High Street as he was kind of just making his patrols. Um, the perpetrator fled on foot and was eventually arrested near the city parking garage on Chestnut Street. They, he also had the handgun he was using in the shooting with him, so didn't go super well for him. Um, the vehicle was carrying two passengers, one man and one woman at the time of the shooting. They ended up at Ruby Memorial Hospital and one of them died from gunshot related injuries and the unnamed victim is being treated for injuries according to police. Um, the perpetrator was charged with one count of first degree murder and is awaiting arraignment in Monongalia County Magistrate Court. So definitely be safe on High Street if you plan on going out this weekend. Right. I feel like it definitely hits close to home that it's like so close to where like most of us live. Like I know like it's just crazy. Like those are the kind of things that you think like they won't happen near you. And then when they do, it's like it's kind of like a wake up call. Like definitely do not walk alone at night by yourself. Like always have people with you and just like be alert. Like for sure and be aware I, of your surroundings i actually know people that were like on high street during this time and i'm like oh my gosh i can't even believe that like mm -hmm. it, it's like how i don't even know i was on high street getting street hot dogs an hour before that yeah so exactly it was, it's just crazy yeah so everybody keep your head on a swivel and Stay be safe. safe out there be very safe but on a lighter note, Maddie had a super fun little kind of experience. Yes, I did. So recently I've been trying to like go outside more and like take walks, right? Because like being in class all day like makes my head hurt. So I'm like going for a walk. I think it was on the rail trail. Is that the one that's down Yeah, there? it's the rail trail. And I think gotcha. you were by the amphitheater. I was you? by the amphitheater because I walk past the amphitheater and I see a bunch of trucks and people like unloading stuff. And I'm like, what are they doing on the trail? Like, am, like I was like, am I allowed to walk here? And so I walk by and then on my way back, this like security guy stopped me and he's like, you can't walk this way, like we're filming a movie. And I was like, they're filming a movie like in Morgantown? So obviously I'm like chatting him up about it. So it's this movie that is called A Rose for Her Grave, which I immediately like looked up on my phone. And it's actually one of my favorite type of movies. It's a true crime movie, which Ooh. Lauren, I don't know if you're into true crime, but I personally love true crime. I am a true crime junkie, in fact. So this is really piquing my interest right yes. now. Why don't you go on? Let's hear it. So what. it's the first book by author Anne Rule, and it's in her Crime Files series, which was published in the 90s. And the movie follows Randy Roth, who was who murdered two of his wives for insurance money, as well as other cases such as those of Dick Marquette, a convicted organ serial killer. So already like hearing that, I'm like super interested. And there's a lot of like, obviously not like, like huge, like big actors, like, you know, like I had never heard of these people, but uh, Chriselle Strauss, I think I'm pronouncing her name right, but I like call my mom because she's on the one show that my mom watches. The like, Young and the Restless. The Young and the Restless, yeah. Oh my gosh. Have my... you watched that? No, but my mom watched it so religiously growing up. Like the theme song brings yes. back so many memories. My like... parents are like, they watch it like every night before they go to bed. And she was like, no, wait, like I literally walked <laughs> past her on the bridge. The security guy, like I had to wait like 15 minutes while they were filming before I could walk. And then he told me like, okay, you can go. And I start walking across the bridge and they're like rolling 
rolling still. Like I walked in the middle of the shot and I felt so bad because the actors just sit and look at me and I was like, oh my goodness. Maybe you'll make the final cut. Honestly, a I little cameo. so. But yeah, if you guys want to watch, it will be premiering on Lifetime in 2023, uh, True Crime Biography. So I am like, I'm really excited to watch it. And Maddie's literally guest starring. Like she, yeah, she literally. made a cameo like you have to watch. And there's also a book too. There's a bunch of, she has written a bunch of books. So I'm definitely going to order the book and read it. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was definitely exciting. I know. I couldn't, I could not believe it. You texted me and you were like, I just walked through a movie set. And I was like, <laughs> are you in Morgantown right now? Like, where are yes, you? Yes, ma'am. Speaking of Morgantown, earlier this month, um, the school board right here proposed a decision that would basically ban pride flags in public schools in Monongalia County. School officials kind of cited a policy from 2020 and are claiming that the political nature of pride flags causes a disruption in classrooms for younger children. Which honestly, in my opinion, like as far as disruptions go, like I really don't think a flag is like that big of a deal. And I'm not the only person who feels that way. Members of the Morgantown Pride are planning a protest next week ahead of the Mon County Board of Education meeting, which is next week on September 27th. Um, according to the Mon County School Policy, what they say is that non-school related activities including political activities do not contribute to a positive learning climate and may be disruptive divisive and distracting therefore such activities are not appropriate within the school setting it is the intention of the board of education to regulate such activities on all board owned or used property within all school buildings and all school sponsored activities so school officials are still debating whether this policy applies to pride flags or not which in my opinion i really don't think it does like i don't see how they're associating pride flags with political beliefs i don't know it's it's really it's seeming like a reach to me but right. if you guys are feeling the same way that we are or that these protesters are there is a protest scheduled uh at 5 p.m on september 27th at the mon county board of education building which is located at 1751 earl l core road morgantown pride also encourages members to attend the board meeting which starts at 6 p.m that day so i don't know what i'm up to that day but that honestly sounds like like something that i would definitely check out because like gotta stand up for what you believe in and, and like, it's also going to be something that will probably be um seen here in the news oh definitely It'll in the definitely next couple of weeks because this is something that affects like a lot of people and like for sure and especially with all like the activist groups in morgantown yeah like i don't know how they thought that this was just gonna like blow over blow over right. and not receive any sort of attention because it's i mean it's a big deal like right they're basically just kind of discouraging discouraging kids from like what expressing they, themselves right so, exactly i mean so yeah if you're around i definitely think that that's going to be a big event that meeting is going to have a lot of different opinions from a lot of different right. people use those first amendment rights get out there say what you want <laughs> yes but we actually have a celebration coming up next because we had our first win this past weekend finally against Towson. I'm just so happy for us. I'm so I happy, feel like too. Morgantown as a whole, we really needed this. We thrived that day. We, that Saturday, we did. Uh -huh. it was good. It was it was a hot game. It was definitely rough getting up for a 1 p.m. game, like getting out and tailgating, but definitely glad I went. I remember sitting there, and I was like, no way. Like, we're winning by this much, and like, we're still winning. We're still winning. We're still winning. Well, they had me nervous at first I when was. Towson returned, literally like their first play for a mm -hmm. touchdown. I was like 
this can't be real but it was fine and it was, it was fine, a yeah. great game i mean it was a little right. bit hot i will it admit was hot, yeah but, but that didn't stop us from getting that no. first mountaineer dub so yes. i'm very excited we're hoping to continue that uh the next football game that we have is wvu at texas and it is saturday october 1st the time is to be determined and then following that, it's WVU versus Baylor on Saturday, October 13th at 7 p.m. And that is our next home football game. So that's the next time that everybody's going to be hitting the blue lot. Right. To cheer on the Mountaineers. And I'm personally glad it's another evening game because I 1 p.m. games are just not my thing. Me too. And it's, I mean, I guess at this point it will be October, but it was right. so it hot at that 1 p.m. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah. But make sure you guys are checking the sports schedule, uh, wvusports.com slash calendar to find all the sports that we can't cover because there's so much going on. It's really hard to keep track of everything. Yeah, seriously. But if sports aren't your thing, Maddie's going to tell us about a little, a few little arts and entertainment activities this week. Yes. So speaking of earlier, I was saying I'm trying to go outside more like before it starts getting cold like with fall around the corner one place that I definitely want to visit and I've been researching is the core arboretum which I didn't know that WVU had an arboretum but it's like um, it's a 91 acre arboretum owned by West Virginia University and located on Monongalia Boulevard in Morgantown West Virginia it's open to the public daily with no charge um, it began in 1948 when the university acquired the site. Professor Earl Lemley Kaur, chairman of the biology department at the time, convinced the president at the time to set the property aside to study biology and botany. So it's a very like nature-y, like, fun vibe. place, which is definitely like me and Lauren's thing. For sure. And it's something I for sure want to check out. It's in Evansdale. Like you just get right off the engineering PRT and you can walk right over. There's trails, flowers, everything. I definitely would check it out I'm going to have to check it out, yeah. Right. And speaking of the Arboretum, they're having a pawpaw festival at the Arboretum, which I had never heard of a pawpaw. I know. Like, Everybody's probably like, um, like, please, hello, what is a pawpaw? Like, sorry. Sorry, Pennsylvania girl, but it is um, it is the largest fruit native to West Virginia, and they have a tropical flavor that some describe as a combination of banana, mango, and pineapple. So it sounds really good. Wow. And they ripen in the autumn, so the Arboretum hosts several pawpaw events at the Arboretum each year to coincide with pawpaw season. Even though they're fairly common, many people have never tasted them, and their goal is to help people change that. So on Saturday, September 24th from 12 to 5, um, they will be having the Pawpaw Festival, and it will be at the lawn area of the Arboretum. There's free parking, and I basically just, you just hang out and eat pawpaws and learn about them. That's what I'm saying. Like, like that kind of sounds awesome. It does sound awesome. I, have you ever had a pawpaw? I have never had a pawpaw. I, have I haven't either. No, actually, when I saw this event, I was like so kind of I just needed to know more because I was like this doesn't right. even sound like a real fruit but there it is a real fruit and they're having a whole festival for it so say, you might as well go check it out say Paul Paul five times fast <laughs> <laughs> but if that's not your thing if you're if you're not feeling the pawpaws this weekend I mean you could also go see Kip Moore at the Ruby Amphitheater so he will take the Ruby Amphitheater stage this weekend with a guest performance from Boy Named Banjo which is a really cool name actually. that is really a like cool that. name um, Kit Moore is a country music singer and songwriter. He has four um, studio albums under his belt at this point. And this is part of his Fire on Wheels tour. He'll take the stage at 7.30, but doors open at 6, even though it's an outdoor amphitheater. So, huh. I know. I don't know what doors will be opening. Wait. 
no way he's a country music artist because I love country music. Like it is yeah. literally like my favorite genre. Yes. And I didn't even know this was happening. Tickets did go on sale in early July. However, when I checked this out a few days ago, they were still selling. So if you're planning on getting your right. tickets, you might want to do it sooner rather than later, but it's open to all ages. So everybody's welcome. If you're a country music fan, definitely go check it out. Yes. And we have some activities on campus this week. Uh, those Honors College kids, you know who you are. There is an event that you have to mandatory attend next week. But I think it's interesting, and it's interesting mm -hmm. that they were able to do this. So the Honors College always has a campus read every year, and the campus read this year was Interior Chinatown, which Lauren and I both read. Um, and the campus is having a evening with the author event with the author, Charles Yu, of the book. And it will take place via Zoom on Tuesday, September 27th at 7 p.m. And like you literally get to talk to the author of the book you read. Like how often do you get to do that? Yeah, I do think that's really cool. And it's going to talk about some really interesting topics like race, pop culture, immigration, assimilation and escaping roles that you kind of feel like you're forced to play in society. So it's going right. to be extremely interesting. It's not just going to be about like his book. It's going right. to be about like his beliefs. And I just, I think that's really cool. Right. And also like if you've read the book, like obviously like the, these are a lot of the topics that were covered in the book. Mm -hmm. So it will like make a lot of sense. Like maybe it'll put some pieces together that oh, you yeah, never really sure. got. So, but yeah, if you're in honors, make sure that you're attending because... Yeah. Make sure you get your points. Yes. <laughs> Moving on to for, for some Summer Sunday yoga. You can start your week off right with Summer Sunday Yoga hosted by the West Virginia Botanic Garden. The sessions run for an hour and will teach participants some flow, breathing techniques, and yoga postures. And then it will end with a guided meditation, which is great because I don't know if you guys have tried meditating ever, but it is so difficult to like do it by yourself. Yeah. So guided meditation sounds right up my alley because I need somebody to like right. help me. I need someone to tell me what to do because exactly. I can't just lay there. I know. So classes are $12 for Botanical Garden members and 15 for non-members. All ages are welcome and you're encouraged to bring your own yoga mat for that. And then another fun little outdoor activity you could get into this weekend is kayaks and bikes along the Mon River. So this is the final celebration of the week of purpose. This is kind of their like closing. Mm -hmm. This will be the last thing that they're doing. They are going to offer stand up paddle boards and kayaks for students who are interested. And honestly, I think that this is just a great way to get out and enjoy the last of like the warm weather. Right. This will probably be one of the last times you can get in the water before it gets too cold. Mm -hmm. It'll be at the Hazel Ruby McQuain Amphitheater from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. this Saturday. So make sure you put that on your schedule if that's something that you're interested in. I definitely think I will be attending because that right. sounds really fun. Yeah, I've never paddleboarded before. I've kayaked, but paddleboarding is always something that I've wanted to try out. Uh -huh. Yeah, I know. And it's it's free, so you might as well go check it out. Right. Mm -hmm. And this last one I actually saw on a flyer when I was walking through Brooks Hall. Like They always have all, like, yeah. all the flyers mm -hmm. for stuff up, and I never really like stop and look at them. So definitely start stopping and looking at things because you'll find things that you never would have seen. So this event is called Kids for a Cure Carnival and A Moment of Magic WVU is hosting this event and they invite you to the Kids for a Cure Carnival for Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month. It will be located on the Lair Greens on October 1st from 11 to 4. So this isn't, it's not this weekend, but it's the next coming weekend. But I think that this is like a really important event that people yeah. should know about, like supporting pediatric cancer awareness like that's pretty yeah important. that is a big 
a big and thing. It will be a free event, so all ages, everyone can show up for free. There will be games, food. You know, it's a carnival. It's a carnival. Yeah, I so love be carnivals. Fun. Exactly, it and it's nice so that it's at the fun. lair too because right, you pass the lair so much. Like everybody will be exactly. able to like stop by at one point or another. Everybody knows how to get to the lair, so if you definitely can on October first from eleven to four, make sure you stop by and help support. They have like a Ferris wheel set up. That would be so fun. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm sure they'll, they'll have, have the bouncy like, house. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have like dunking booths and yeah. stuff like that. So it'll be a good time, and it's for a great cause. I mean, right. what more do you need? Yes. So that's everything that we have for you guys this week, though. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to stay tuned. You know, checking up on everything that's going on online. Don't miss anything. And when you're walking around, make sure to check out those flyers that are on the wall because you'll find something fun that you didn't know was happening. Yeah. And maybe if you want to take a little stroll down to the amphitheater this weekend, you can be an extra in the movie too, like yeah. Maddie, because she's Who knows? basically a celeb now. So take that walk, take it all in, <laughs> get yes, out there. But we will be here every Friday for you guys on any podcast streaming platforms. So we're just going to end it out with a little let's go. Mountaineers. We'll see you guys next week.